flag on the play. Find out why on this episode of Pushback. you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, Dr. Johnny here, and this is another episode of Pushback. I so appreciate you listening each and every week, and I encourage you to spread the word as we uh, carry on bringing cultural issues to light, learning how to talk about them with honor uh, and connecting with the heart of the Father that he has for us as ambassadors of heaven here on this earth. Before I get into this podcast, I do want to say that this podcast does have some adult content, and so parental discretion is advised. However, I do believe that this issue is critical for teenagers. So if you feel that it's appropriate, I would highly recommend that teenagers do listen to this podcast because it's so important culturally for them, uh, and maybe even more so for them and what they're facing each and every day. So we had a few issues uh, this week. Uh, Trump was not found uh, guilty and found to uh, be impeached. And so what that does mean is that he is eligible to run for president again, uh, which could be extremely interesting if he chooses to do that. So stay tuned. Uh, but also it was the Super Bowl this week. And I'm, as you probably know, a big football fan and we enjoyed the football game itself. Uh, I predicted the Chiefs were going to win uh, and win handily. So please feel free to come to me for cultural information, uh, but you may not want to come to me for sports uh, prognostication uh, because I was obviously way off on my prediction. Uh, however, it was always a, a fun, fun time together with family, uh, enjoying the Super Bowl. And uh, the Super Bowl halftime show, if you remember from season one, uh, one of my earlier podcasts was entitled What the Super Bowl Halftime Show Really Showed Us. And uh, if you recall, last year's Super Bowl with Jennifer Lopez was quite a spectacle of uh, immorality. And I ended up writing a letter to Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, uh, as well did, as many other people did, uh, expressing their outrage over the uh, halftime show. This halftime show uh, was uh, a little weird and maybe even slightly boring. However, everybody kept their clothes on and uh, you couldn't really understand one word uh, he was singing. So that's probably for the best. <laughs> so compared to last year, uh, this year's Super Bowl halftime show was much better. I did explain and promise in my last podcast uh, about the Super Bowl halftime show a year ago that if things did get better, I would write a letter of thanks to Roger Goodell. And I have not written that yet, but I will uh, be a man of my word and make sure that I do that and maybe read that to you over the air uh, as well. However, the Super Bowl uh, was not without incident, especially when I watch things with a cultural eye. Uh, something interesting happened and it kind of led me down a, a path of exploration in regards to this topic, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes, as many of you know, 
And uh, Patrick Mahomes, in a lot of ways, is probably the best quarterback on the planet, arguably. Uh, and no, no disrespect to Tom Brady, uh, who just won, I believe, his seventh Super Bowl. So there's a lot of people in that category, but he is definitely one of them. No one will argue that. Uh, and he uh, became engaged to a, a gal named Brittany Matthews back in September. And she was upset during the Super Bowl because he, she felt like ESPN was portraying her uh, fiance, Patrick Mahomes, uh, to be downcast and downtrodden. And, and she felt like the camera kept going to his dejected face. And she took exception to that. And, uh, and so she set out, sent out a tweet uh, regarding that. And it said... And I quote, um, not how we wanted it to end, but played 50, but number 15 played his heart out. And I'm always and forever proud of him and everything he does. And then she went on to say, now let's have a baby. Kind of got my attention because I thought that was an interesting thing to say. So I did a little uh, uh, Google time <laughs> trying to find out more about this couple. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a very outspoken Christian man and is on uh, the internet and uh, other places talking about his faith. And he has been dating this gal uh, since they were um, in 10th grade. And they found out uh, before September, some people feel like she was probably about three months along, that she was pregnant. Uh, it was shortly thereafter, then at the end of September, that he uh, proposed. I believe maybe that was in September he proposed and she accepted and they are now engaged and expecting their first baby. Um, I just felt like there was a, a flaunting that took place in this tweet about them having a baby. Now, I want to be super clear. Uh, my heart in this podcast is never to dishonor. And my heart in here is not to judge Patrick Mahomes and his fiance about what's going uh, on here. Uh, but I believe it created a real cultural issue. Um, and my little antenna went up because here's Patrick Mahomes, one of the most recognizable uh, uh, single individual really in America and perhaps around the world, uh, outspoken about his faith. And uh, now he is here um, in the Super Bowl and his fiance does this tweet. I'm proud of him and everything he does. Now let's have a baby. It just kind of caught my attention. Uh, and so I've been looking into this and, and, uh, and because he's, you know, an outspoken Christian and I, I felt like there was this issue of premarital sex and, and sort of this casual responses to pregnancy. Now, again, my heart isn't that they need to repent to me or to anybody. They don't necessarily owe an explanation. On the other hand, uh, he is unashamedly a public character, and he has publicly come out about his position about faith and, and his stance on, on living for God. And yet there is this sort of flippant uh, response to the fact that clearly they were in a sexual relationship way before marriage. And, and so it, it made me just dig into this a little bit more to figure out what's going on. Now, I just have an article that was written about this situation, and it was titled, Let's Have a Baby. 
And, and there was basically just a review of how they met and how they are planning on starting a family and how uh, he is such a good example uh, in the Kansas City area. And then I looked where this article had come from. And the article was written by blackchristiannews.com. There was nothing in the article about the situation of them having premarital sex and becoming pregnant prior to marriage. And in fact, the article was a, an applause piece uh, about this couple and the example that they are setting in the Kansas City area. This saddened me greatly, not because people aren't able to make mistakes, not that people aren't, that there isn't grace. Um, I'm a big fan of grace. And so I figured, well, maybe that's what this was. There was, it was written, you know, accomplished power couples. Uh, this is what, this is a great example of accomplished power couple who wants to put down roots, start a family and back a community. Mahomes is what the chiefs have needed for years. Mahomes and Matthews together are what Kansas city has needed. Now, they have been extremely philanthropic in that area, and they have been good people toward the community. So I am not taking that away, and I understand the heart of what they just said. But that does mean that they are also an example socially and morally to the people in their community and what they represent. Now, Patrick Mahomes, I'm quoting him, has said, as long as I'm doing everything the right way and the way that he, meaning God, would want me to do it, then I can walk off the field with my head held high and be able to be the man that I am. Now, I applaud him for that statement, and, and that's a very astute statement and a contrite statement, and I appreciate it. A couple things, though, is when he talks about the right way and the way that God would want me to do it. Now, remember my definition of culture, which you've heard many times throughout this podcast, the sum total ways of living passed down from generation to generation. And, and when we are ambassadors of heaven, we are representative of the higher way, his ways. That's exactly what Patrick Mahomes is talking about. Everything the right way and the way that God would want me to do it. There is a way that God would want him to do it. And the Bible is super clear. And that is to abstain from sex until marriage. The Bible couldn't be any clearer about this. And he says that as long as he can walk off the field, well, if he's just talking about moral character on the football field, there's a whole lot of life left for him to live in marriage and raising a family and being a father that also requires him to live and try to do things the right way. Does that mean that all of us do things the right way? And, you know, you know, he who is without sin casts the first stone. Um, that that's understandable. And, and, and I appreciate that. And I, and I dug into this and I said, well, maybe this was a, a well-meaning couple that made a mistake. And I do have grace for that. And if that was the case, then I wouldn't be talking about this right now, but that's not as I dig deeper, the position that they have taken in this regard. So let me just read a portion of this article entitled baby talk. And so this is Brittany Matthews being interviewed. And she said, no, I did not expect this at this point in my life, but everything happens for a reason. Now, I do believe that their baby has destiny on their life, and I will always say that, but I can tell Brittany Matthews how this happened. <laughs> I'm a medical professional. Everything happens for a reason. The reason she got pregnant, we all know the reason she got pregnant. 
That's Brittany Matthews, Patrick Mahomes' fiance, getting pretty candid about her pregnancy, revealing the two weren't planning on having kids before their wedding, but they considered it the biggest blessing they'll ever have. Matthews, a fitness pro who's been dating the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback since high school, says she was on vacation when she found out that she was pregnant and almost didn't realize it at first. It's funny because I read the pregnancy test wrong at the beginning and I thought it was all good to go, ready to party. Vacation, you know, let's do this. Then I had a weird feeling and I went back and checked just to make sure and it said positive. Britt admits she freaked out, but notes Patrick was just so sweet and supportive, and things have been great ever since. No, they weren't, begin quote, trying, end quote, to get pregnant, but Britt says they weren't exactly being careful either. Brittany and Patrick got engaged earlier this year, and she was asked on IG Live if they tried to speed up the wedding to tie the knot before the baby is born. Actually, we had a meeting about this yesterday with our wedding planner, Brittany said. We have a few dates nailed down, but we'll be having a baby in 2021, and we'll plan to do a wedding and all wedding things in 2022. In other words, she's free to booze at the wedding, y'all. Congratulations. So that's the article that really got my antenna up. So they weren't trying to get pregnant, but they weren't exactly being careful either. What this means is that this wasn't a one-time mistake. This was a lifestyle decision that they chose to live as a married couple and engage in sexual activity many times before this happened. And they were perfectly okay with having a baby. So there is really no surprise here. And couples try to say, oh, it was a shock or I was surprised. There's no surprise. I can tell you the biology and how things work and how babies are made. I think most people understand this. See, having children is not a flippant idea that we can roll off in a tweet and say, now let's go have a baby. Having children is about a legacy. And being married prior to having children, getting married prior to having sex, is to establish legacy and health and stability within a family for the child. But sex now has all become about selfish gain and personal reward. It's about following your feelings and your lusts. But legacy requires sacrifice. Legacy requires sacrifice. Anything that we do, whether it's debt, personal debt or national debt, it's going to require sacrifice to get out of debt. Whether it's the environment or your retirement or, or your health. Nobody likes getting a colonoscopy or a mammogram. It requires sacrifice. But it's to create health going forward and to create a legacy. And legacy is incredibly important in personal relationships. Remember, God's ways are higher than our ways. So what is his way? His way is abstinence until marriage. That's his way. That's what the Bible tells us to do it. And it's not to torture us, but it's actually to strengthen the marital relationship, to create a structure, to create a scaffolding upon which a legacy can be created for your children. See, abstinence requires sacrifice. Sacrifice from selfish lusts and desires where we understand that we have a draw physically towards each other, but that we respect each other enough and God's ways enough in his culture 
to actually abstain from that activity because it's the best way. It's the best way. See, now there's no investment in legacy because we want to spend everything on ourselves, including our bodies, and all we care about is the here and now. This is the culture that we see in this world today. Now, marriage offers a lifetime of physical intimacy and awesome sex. (laughs) But it's without the guilt and without the shame, without the consequence and without the baggage. There's something called soul ties, which I will spend time on a future podcast about sometime. But soul ties can be healthy. And within a marriage, soul ties are extremely healthy and beneficial and perfect. It's the way God created it to be. Outside of marriage, sex before marriage creates soul ties between two individuals that causes a world of hurt and pain and disillusionment and problems going forward. Why do we have so much personal issues in our lives? A lot of it is sexual immorality that's in our culture today. So I have a message for Patrick Mahomes and his fiancée, Mrs. Matthews. Baby is a blessing. True. But a brazen attitude about sex and love and relationships is damaging to those who look up to you, even Christians that look up to you both. My question is, is it okay for a high school cheerleader to tweet about the high school quarterback, now let's have a baby? Some would say no, and surprisingly, some may say yes. They may say yes because it's normal. Remember, there's a difference between common and normal. Normal is what's created by an all-powerful, loving God who gives us his, his ways, his culture, his heavenly culture that he's placed on this earth so that we love and respect each other appropriately within the confines of marriage. So a high school cheerleader and the high school quarterback, the captain of the football team having a baby is not normal. It may be common, but it's not normal. So Patrick Mahomes, you have an opportunity to say this baby is a blessing, but this isn't the perfect way of doing it. There is a better way. That's what the Christian culture is looking for. And that's what sets the culture in the people that look up to you and draw from you being this power couple. This podcast is entitled Flag on the Play. There are red flags all over this that I see as someone who ministers to family. And the first red flag is to Patrick Mahomes himself. (laughs) Be, Be afraid. Be very afraid. I don't really mean that. I don't like the word fear. But you have to understand that this, this fiance obviously was giving herself to you, but without protection, she was perfectly okay with becoming pregnant. And the reason is, is that a child is more permanent than a ring. (laughs) I know that's a big statement to make, but it's happening all over our culture today. Women are more than willing to become pregnant because there's a hope connected to it. And it breaks my heart. There's a hope connected to the fact that if I can have a child with this man, that maybe he will stay. And we will always have this connection together. Even though this ring, the the ring that represents marriage and, and a covenant bond has become so loose, has become so ineffective that women don't look at, at marriage as being the contract. They're looking at raising children together as the contract. 
my red flag to Brittany is that this man who has been dating you since you were a sophomore in high school has yet to put a ring on your finger until you became pregnant. It's a red flag. He's had plenty of opportunities, years of opportunity to marry you. Is he doing the right thing by marrying you now that you're pregnant? Maybe. Maybe that's a personal decision. But is he marrying you because you are pregnant? See, and here's a man who is perfectly willing to have sex with you, but wasn't willing to yet marry you. I know I'm hitting hard on this podcast, but this is a cultural issue. And I am not speaking specifically to Patrick Mahomes and Brittany Matthews. I'm speaking to every young person here in high school and teenagers who are hearing this, who are looking or who have given themselves away, not understanding that there's serious implications. Women have self-respect. Having a baby is not romantic or a status symbol as many see that it is. But, but your body and who you are isn't to just be given away to somebody that is completely unwilling to even commit to you. And I don't mean commit like, hey, we're going steady, let's hold hands and walk down the hallway. I'm talking about lifetime commitment. That's is, that is the, the measure. That is, that is what the Father created for us from the beginning of time. Men, it requires sacrifice. Sacrificing your lusts and your urges and honoring and respecting women. You know, men, if you really want women to swoon, tell them that you will not have sex with them because you respect them too much. Tell them that this isn't just about your body and, his, and your own lust. This is about how you feel about her. And you feel about her so strongly that you're willing to pursue this relationship, maybe even unto marriage. That would rock the world and rock the culture. And we need to address and, and I would argue Patrick Mahomes needs to address the, I'm going to use this word, pandemic of fatherlessness. There is a pandemic of fatherlessness across this culture because we have been so casual about sex, so casual about marriage, that it, it becomes an afterthought. There's a dangerous cultural shift that's taken place where sex and marriage have become casual, and then everybody's surprised that there's problems in our culture. There, I talk about dark brown-skinned people, and if you want to know what I mean by that, go back to my podcast entitled uh, the, the Brown Initiative. But among dark brown-skinned people, 70% are headed by single parents. 75% are headed by single parents. It's a pandemic. Nothing is going to change. We're all concerned about racial equity, health equity, financial equity right now. But my friends, the greatest measure of economic security is two parents married, a man and a woman, married and in the home. You want to get a community out of poverty, then we need to end the pandemic of fatherlessness. And the way that we do that is that we respect and we restore the institute of marriage and what it means. And we protect and we bring healing to our bodies that we don't just give them away haphazardly. Nothing will change as long as there is rampant fatherlessness. 
My message is also to pastors. Where are you in this conversation? Did we stop talking about this? Does Dr. Johnny have to be the only one on a podcast that actually discusses this issue? The compromise that I have even seen in Christian circles is overwhelming. We, you pastors, need to stand up for the word of God. It couldn't be any clearer. This is not about condemnation. This is about restoration and what the Father created for us. And you, as pastors, are the the greatest ambassadors of heaven here on this earth. And you are the standard setters. And, And Jesus was historically not happy with religious leaders who compromised or diluted the word of God. And finally, my message is to parents. Families set the culture. And words like self-respect, legacy, and abstinence are currently countercultural. But hear me in this. Before there is a cultural revolution, there needs to be a moral revolution. It always begins with the heart. It always begins with the heart. You can't legislate behavior. Dr. Johnny getting all excited behind a microphone doesn't change behavior. It may begin a conversation that changes behavior, but it has to come from the heart. Parents are protectors and keepers of their children's hearts. Speaking of tending and keeping, my wife has begun on Facebook a series weekly called Tending and Keeping. I encourage you to connect with that, my wife, Amy Clausen. Because parents are protectors and keepers of their children's hearts. And we as parents need to be way more concerned about being underprotective than being overprotective. It's time to have serious conversations with your teenagers because they are having conversations about sex. It might as well be with you. The conversations are happening all around them, on TV, with their friends and their peers. Constant bombardment. You need to be the voice. You need to connect them with the Father's voice about what is true. Have them listen to this podcast. Have them talk specifically about Patrick Mahomes. He's a public figure. Have them state their position. Do they see the story of Patrick Mahomes as no big deal? Find out what's in their hearts. I've heard it said sometimes you have to offend their mind to reveal their heart. Ask them what they really believe deep down in their spirit. Ask them what their friends believe. You may be shocked, parents, as to the complacent, casual attitudes toward sex today. But this is what I'm calling for in this podcast. A clear standard. There is one in Scripture there needs to be one in our hearts as parents. And we set the clear standard for, their, for our children. You have to set it. It needs to be clear. It needs to be strong. And then tell them why. Why his ways are higher than our ways. Tell him why waiting till you're married to have sex is the most beautiful, um, normal way of living. Tell him why his ways are the standard. It's not to be a prude. It's not about putting your children under your feet. 
It's about setting them up for a healthy life and culture. They are yours to tend and keep. Thank you for hearing my heart in this. I get fired up because I I think it's such an important topic that it feels like nobody's talking about. We are the ones. It starts right now in our homes. So let's go do that. Let's go together to set and shape the culture.